Welcome to Wisconsin DNR's Wild Wisconsin Off the Record Podcast. Information straight from the source. Welcome back to another episode of Wild Wisconsin Off the Record. I'm your host, DNR's Digital Communications Section Chief, Katie Grant. Did you know that the sport of snowmobiling started right here in the Badger State? Over the years, interest in this hobby has grown exponentially, and now more than 200,000 registered snowmobiles hit our 25,000 miles of groomed trails each winter. We just finished up International Snowmobile Safety Week. While much of the state is still waiting for trails to open, we are doubling down on all things snowmobiling and encouraging you to think smart before you start. Remember the basics, don't drink and ride, always wear a helmet and stay on marked trails. Need a refresher on snowmobile safety and the laws in Wisconsin? You can find them at dnr.wi.gov. In this episode, we chat with Erica Martin from McFarland and Jen Marcotte Bong from Phillips. These two are friends and co-founders of a new female-focused Facebook group called Wisco Sled Divas. They started the group this past November, and it's growing rapidly. Consider it a virtual space for fellow riders to connect, share information, and support one another. Erica and Jen share some of their best tips and tricks, including what to pack, favorite trails, and how you can make the most out of your next ride. So sit back and listen in. All right. So welcome to the show, Jen and Erica. Uh, Why don't you guys go ahead and get us started off by just telling us a little bit about who you are and what it is that you do. And Erica, we will go ahead and start with you. Great. Thanks. My name is Erica Martin. Um, I am in McFarland, Wisconsin, and I am currently a recruitment specialist at UW-Madison. Fantastic. And Jen, how about you? Um, so my name is uh, Jen Marquette-Bong, and I live in Phillips, Wisconsin, and I am a director of HR for a um, global manufacturing company. Awesome. And how did you guys meet being, you know, in separate parts of, of the state? Um, <laughs> so I used to live in the Madison area. Um, I just recently moved to Phillips about, well, I shouldn't say recently, about five years ago, I moved here and Eric and I used to work together. Um, so we worked at a, a, a recruiting company in, in Madison and that's how we got to know each other. And then our husbands became BFFs as well. Those are always <laughs> the best kinds of friendships. How did you guys get into snowmobiling then? Um, well, um, my parents bought our family a Yamaha snowmobile when I was in high school. Um, and it was something my dad and I could bond on because I wasn't really um, the tomboy. I was the girly girl in the family. Um, and that quickly became one of my favorite things to do in the winters because it was fast, um, but it was also fun. And unfortunately, I kind of lost touch with it during college, priorities change, um, but my husband got back into it a few years ago, thanks to Jen's husband, um, and I was able to make my re-entry um, with his hand-me-down sled at the time, and it kind of just brought back all of those memories from high school, how fun it was, um, and it, how 
great. It's a great way to get out, um, take in the scenery and be active in the winter months. For me, very kind of similar story. Um, grew up in a snowmobiling family. We, as a young kid, we actually had a, a cabin on Solberg Lake, which is in Phillips. Um, so spent most of my winter weekends in Phillips, um, snowmobiling with my family. And, um, I just kind of learned to really enjoy it because I come from a, a family of mostly boys. So I was kind of a tomboy as well. And, um, similar story in the sense of got out of it when I went to college, had to sell my snowmobile because, you know, poor college student. And, um, when I met my husband, he, um, for lack of better terms is obsessed with it. Um, and so got back into it because it was something he really enjoyed. and It was something we could do together. And my brothers were still snowmobiling. So it kind of became a, a family thing again. And kind of like Erica, I remembered how much of fun it was being out of it for so long. What is each of your favorite things about snowmobiling? Um, I'd say that when, when you're out, you're truly among friends because everybody is out there for the same reason. Um, you get to see new places, making new memories, but just in a completely different way. You're not stuck in the car. You're actually out on a sled taking it all in. And there's, um, you know, I, I think as Jen and I have both found, there's a true sense of community with snowmobiling. Um, and that's, that's what makes it really enjoyable. I would, I would agree. Um, you know, I really enjoy just that aspect of, of getting out and seeing new places. And I think a lot of times when we go out snowmobiling, we have some sort of destination, whether it's a, a landmark or a new town or something that we possibly haven't been to before, just to kind of get out and explore and, you know, meet new people. And it's something fun that we get to do with our friends and, and, uh, meet new people along the way. Very cool. That sense of camaraderie, uh, I think is something that we keep coming back to on this podcast when it comes to so many of the things that you can do in Wisconsin's outdoors, whether it is snowmobiling or fishing or hunting or whatever it may be. So it's really cool to hear that kind of carry through here. What are some of your favorite trails uh, to ride in Wisconsin? So I'm partial to the trails in Price County, uh, mainly because that's what I grew up on. I grew up riding them, having a cabin on Solberg Lake. And now that I live in Price County, that's where most of our riding is done. So for me, um, there's, there's a lot of different types of trails. Um, you know, they can, you find really windy stretches that are kind of fun to drive on. Then you have some really nice straightaways where you can go faster. You have a lot of lakes where you can kind of um, go faster. So I like the variety. So for me, it's Price County. I would actually have to say the same. Um, my husband and I like to take it on the road if we can, because um, we like to experience trails outside of our immediate area here in Madison. Um, so more times than that, we end up by Jen and her husband and Phillips um, and take advantage of their local trails. Um, and then we also make our way up to the UP, as many do, um, to take advantage of their trail system as well. But, um, but we like to head north. For sure. And I feel like in most years, that's uh, generally a, a safe bet based on snow cover, but not necessarily this year. No, unfortunately, yeah. this year, it's, it's super sad. Um, mm -hmm. We really are, are hoping for more snow and doing our snow dances to, to get more snow, but <laughs> it's just not coming. When you guys do get ready to go on these kind of trips, whether it's, you know, 
Jen, for you locally in Price County or Erica, you're going to visit or you guys are going to the UP or other parts of Wisconsin, what what are your must-haves that you make sure you bring with you um, for the trips on the sleds, you know, staying warm, those sort of things? Sure. Um, we always have a GPS and our cell phones ready to go. Um, both of our sleds are actually equipped with a charger so we can make sure that our cell phones stay charged. Um, and as many snowmobilers have probably learned the hard way, a spare drive belt is also pretty important to take with. Um, and then we also take water and snacks just in case the ride ends up being a little longer maybe than you thought. Um, depending on how cold it is, um, always wear a base layer and or a mid layer under my beds and coat. Um, moisture wicking socks are really important to make sure your feet stay dry and warm. Um, a good pair of gloves, um, an appropriate weight balaclava, and of course, a helmet. Um, those are some of my key things. Um, to add to that, um, you know, we, we try to prepare for any situation that we might come across. So I always try to take some extra stuff, um, like extra gloves or extra socks, just in case something gets wet, because you never know what's going to happen. Um, and I found over the years that I really don't like having, you know, wet and gloves and socks, because it just makes everything really, really cold. Um, the other thing that um, Erica talked about having, you know, GPS and a cell phone just because we use that to help navigate trails and things of that nature. But we always make sure that we also have a paper map in our snow sleds, um, just because there are some areas, especially as the farther north you get, that you might not get really good service. So it's always good to have the most up-to-date map. And um, lots of times a lot of establishments will have paper maps too that you can just get for like a dollar and all that money will go back to your the local clubs that maintains those trails so it's a good way to also support you know the local clubs that are out there but um and I think the other thing is is whenever we prepare for for going out is just making sure um that you do kind of that once over with your sled to make sure that there's nothing loose or you know um that might come off and leave you stranded in the middle of the woods someplace. Yeah, the stranded in the middle of the woods someplace uh, situation would not be super great in some <laughs> yep. of these areas. <laughs> Been there, done that uh, many a times, especially <laughs> when we were younger. And you know, the older sleds are not weren't as reliable as the ones that are now. And mm -hmm. there's lots of times where I can remember as a kid, we had to truck back to the road, you know, wherever that was, with my dad and. And uh, find somebody we could call, and mom had to come pick us up, car, and all that fun stuff. So we found you guys through um, a Facebook group actually that we stumbled upon called Wisco Sled Divas. Uh, you guys mm -hmm. recently started the Facebook group. Can you tell us a little bit about what it is, who's in it, and what inspired you to start the group? Sure. So Wisco Sled Divas is a Facebook based community. Um, for women writers here in Wisconsin. Um, Jenna and I wanted to give fellow women writers a place to go to share their experiences, accomplishments, ask questions, certainly meet new friends, um, and just be supportive of each other along the way. Um, and 
we we also um, sold some apparel because we were being asked, hey, do you have shirts or stickers or something so that when we're out and about, we can recognize um, our fellow writers and group members um, and kind of take that community from Facebook actually out into Wisconsin. Um, and the profits from the apparel were going um, right back to the Association Association of Wisconsin Snowmobile Clubs um, because we want to make sure that we're giving back to the organization that helps preserve snowmobiling here in Wisconsin. Very cool. So how has the group grown since it started and what's kind of your vision for where it might go in the future? Um, I, I think, you know, I can speak for both of us where this group has really kind of exceeded our expectations at this point. You know, when we first started out with this, it was just something, you know, fun for Eric and I to do to, to get to know some more female, you know, riders in Wisconsin. And we thought, okay, maybe we're going to get like, you know, 50 members and, you know, we're approaching 300 members and we never had the intention of having the whole apparel thing or anything of that nature. And it's just been great to see how well received the group has been. And, you know, um, we've talked about, you know, maybe in the future we can do like a Wisco, um, like group ride or something of that nature where we get all get together and it's just the group of ladies, um, from the Facebook page that get together and we go snowmobiling, you know, for the weekend or something of that nature. And, you know, maybe we do um, something like that on top of with a top light up with a fundraiser that goes back to a snowmobiling organization or something of that nature. But I think at this point, um, we're still kind of surprised that it has taken off as as much as it has. I, it's very cool what you guys are doing to bring that community together, especially in a time like right now where, you know, COVID has us not seeing those those people that we're used to seeing in person. Um, so getting mm-hmm. that started virtually and, and building that community virtually, I think is really, really cool. And it's been great to see, like, there's been so many people who have shared like where do they go riding or you know those types of things and I'm so shocked like how many people will come up to Phillips and they stay like three blocks from my house and I probably have ran into them but yet I've never known them before and it's just it's neat to see that and just see where where they're going and the experiences that they're having and and those types of things and and again it's I almost feel like it's a, a great environment just for women, just because it is a male dominated sport. And there's lots of times where women don't feel like they, they can go and do these things on their own. Um, and it's kind of another reason why we wanted to start the group of just, you know, showing that there's a lot of women who love this sport too. And it's not just for the guys. Definitely. That is a really good point in, in creating that community um, where you guys can, can come together and do that and see how small of a world it actually is. It's really cool. How about a favorite or most memorable snowmobiling story from each of you? Um, so I'll share one from my childhood. <laughs> so um, like I said, I've been just, I've been snowmobiling pretty much my whole life. I think the first time I was around a snowmobile on a trail was like, I was probably like three. Um, so I snowmobiled all the time and I always rode with my dad and there was a um, we always went with, out with my cousins and my my uncle and my mom would go out occasionally and so would my aunt, but it was usually like me and boys. And um, 
there's I liked to fall asleep on the snowmobile when I was younger. And so I would always like fall asleep when I sat in front of my dad. But one of the first times where I was too tall to now sit in front of him, I had to sit behind him. And on the way home, I fell asleep and I fell off the back of it on off the back of the <laughs> snowmobile in the middle of Solberg Lake. And my dad did not notice until he got back to the cabin. And my mom went, where is Jen? And he found me wandering towards the house in the middle of the lake at like, you know, seven o'clock at night. And I was just like, I remember when he picked me up, I was like, you just left me. You left me. And of course, he thought it was very funny. And now I think it's funny. But yeah, they learned really quickly that they should probably get some sort of um, like back to the snowmobile and you know, make sure I, I was a little secure and maybe I didn't go out on such long rides. I was probably about six at the time. <laughs> well, it's definitely not as exciting as Jen's. <laughs> but um, last year, um, both Jen, myself, our husbands, and um, about, oh, I'd say six other folks, um, we all went up to um, the UP to go snowmobiling and it was you know, kind of one of my first longer trips in a long time. Um, and it just, it was really exciting to be out there with everybody and just, you know, have fun, race across the open lake together. And, um, you know, we always, you know, jab at the boys, you know, the girls can keep up with you just fine. And I was so proud. Jen and I did so well. <laughs> that trip, we kept up. Um, just fine so it was just it was it was fun to know that you know even though this that amount of time had passed like you can still do it absolutely you can get back into it and pick up where you left off love it I love it what advice do you guys have for maybe someone who, like you, hasn't done it since childhood or someone who is maybe thinking about giving snowmobiling a try? What advice do you have for them? First and foremost, especially if you really haven't been in in it, is um, join a club. Um, I'm a, the secretary for one of the local clubs here in Price County, and we get a lot of new members who have never... Um, been snowmobiling and they're getting into the sport it's just a really great way to a get to know people who are in the sport but then ask you know just general questions or find out about what are the regulations and and things of that nature that you might not be aware of so I think that you know for anybody you know find a club in your local area you can usually you know you can go on the AWSC website to, to find any local club and they're all listed there and lots of clubs have Facebook pages and it's just a, a great way to, to help you get into the sport. Yeah and to, to build on top of that um, kind of some of the, the other things that might be a little bit more obvious but um, just finding a reliable sled making sure you have the proper gear to, to keep you warm and safe and of course um, someone to go out with you because um, going back to that safety thing you should never go alone um, so um, learn how to care for your sled just as you would take care of your car um, of course the DNR has the snowmobile safety course where you can learn all the rules of riding um, study trail maps or use technology like GPS um, or another navigation app 
Um, we use the Polaris Ride Command app on our phones. And of course, just make sure you understand the regulations for riding in your state um, and stay on those marked trails. You've been listening to Wild Wisconsin, a podcast brought to you by the Wisconsin DNR. Interested in joining in on the fun? Search for Wisco Sled Divas on Facebook to request to join. Have questions about snowmobiling and staying safe in Wisconsin? Email us, dnrpodcast at wisconsin.gov. For more great content, be sure to subscribe to Wild Wisconsin wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a review or tell us who you'd like to hear from on a future episode. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.